Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. Well, hello, Kimberly Murgatroyd. Hi. You know what we're going to talk about today? What are we talking about? We are going to talk about today the one key element of success. And you know what that is? What? How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? I am the worst singer. Yeah, we can't do that. The three (laughs) things that they are going to learn today is uncovering why you want something, two, making smart sacrifices, and three, the number one key to making it happen. You know, we've had a lot of goals, plans, and dreams over the years. Some of them failed. Some of them succeeded. But when I look back, I see that it all comes down to figuring out how bad do you really want it? You know, I remember my brother Victor once said to me, you know why Tyra Banks has a TV show? And I said, why? He said, because she really, really wanted a TV show. That's why she got it. And the overriding lesson there is simply that, how bad do you want something? All right, so let's talk about the first bullet, uncovering why you want it. Yeah, so the key to long-term success and growth in any business is to consistently check in with your priorities and your why. If it doesn't move you, you are not going to stay committed. I don't care what business you're in, what new company you want to start or what new company you work for. You have got to know why you're doing it in order to get you out of that bed every single day. And one of the top reasons people fail, I think, is because they don't know their why or they're not willing to dig deep enough to figure it out or last, they've stopped dreaming. And that's something that's super sad as adults that we just don't allow ourselves to dream anymore. And you know, Rob and I talk a lot about stupid idea time and blue sky thinking, and that's our way of dreaming. So, you know, what is that why? And, you know, how do you figure it out? So, the why has to be about you. One thing people say sometimes is, oh, I'm doing this for my kids, or I'm doing this for, I, I wanna be able to contribute to the world, or I wanna be able to give back. And that's all awesome. All of those are valid, but that's not what's getting you out of the bed in the morning. That's not your why. I'm re-listening to Tony Robbins' RPM system. He's got a giant series on uh, planning. But basically what it is, is planning around why. And he said something that you just, you just mentioned, you know, where somebody's saying, well, I, you know, I'm doing this for my kids. He goes, the key word is your doing this for, their, for your kids. It's your why for your kids. And people think that they're doing it for somebody else. But really what's underneath that is them doing it for somebody else, but they only focus on the doing it for somebody else part. Yeah. So if you have, if you take that one, so I'm going to just give you a little strategy to find your why. Let's say you're like, no, but I am doing this for my kids. That is why I'm doing it. Write down, I'm doing this for my kids. Ask yourself why. Why are you doing it for your kids? I want my kids to have more options. I want my kids to have better school. I want my kids to have more of me. I want my kids to see the world. 
write down, keep asking yourself why. You want your kids to have more options? Why? Because you didn't have options growing up. Because you had to struggle. Because why? Just keep asking why. At least, I think, seven, eight times. And that's when you get to the real stuff. You're not doing it for your kids. You're doing it for all of those reasons you just listed out, which were about you. Reasons come first and the actions come second. Why you do something is everything. Even your to-do list. We're not trying to just do more things at the end of the day. Do you ever have a day where you have like 800 things on your list and at the end of the day, you feel like you didn't get anything done? Uh, I think that was last Monday. But if you have a why behind it and you have a list of three to five things that you're really working towards and you know why you're doing it, you'll get those things done because the rocket fuel is the reason, the why behind it. All right. Yeah. And here's a little exercise that you can do. Answer these questions. Okay. So get a notepad out. Answer these questions and read them back to yourself, your answers every single day for 21 days. Question number one, what is your why? You have to figure that out. Number two, why is it important to you? Number three, if you don't achieve the goal, what's going to be the pain associated with not achieving the goal? And number four, look ahead five years. And if you don't achieve that goal, what will your life be like? What will you have to give up? But answer those questions and then read them daily for 21 days. And you will put that in your body, in your soul. And that why will live and fuel your, your work. And that will be really what fuels how bad do you want it. All right, let's talk about making smart sacrifices. All right, so it's so popular to talk about grinding and I'm grinding and I work 36 hours a day, nine days a week. I don't sleep. I sleep three hours a day and, and I'm going to do it until my dream's accomplished. But here's the thing, right? You reach that goal. You set that goal. I'm going to create this business. I'm going to take that business to six figures. What happens when you take it to six figures? Seven. You want to go seven. What are you going to do? You're going to all of a sudden start sleeping nine hours a night and not grinding 36 hours a day, it never stops. Yeah. So we all think that we're going we're gonna to get to the point where we're at the end of the road. And when I just accomplish this, you know, I'm going to hit the end. of then I, then I can take some time off. Then I can relax. But here's the question that I would, I would ask you to consider. If you're grinding 12 hours a day, what do you think those last three hours look like? in terms of productivity. How effective are you? You're probably at 30% of where you need to be. There's a point of diminishing returns. There's a great book on this uh, called The Power of Full Engagement. There's a point of diminishing returns. They have studied this even in terms of like a micro refreshment. So they looked at tennis players and they said, all of these tennis players who are at the US Open, they're the best of the best of the best, but there's two or three names that always keep popping up when it comes to people talking about the best of the best. And so they're like, well, what makes the difference? Why is Federer the way he is? And why do we keep talking about these guys? And what they found out when they did the research is that in between the volleys and in between either winning a point or losing a point, they had these gestures that they were doing that allowed them to disengage from the game for microseconds. So they would take the racket and they would put it in their other hand. They would look up at the stands. They would look away. The other players who lost didn't. They stayed focused. And so the point is that when you're engaged at 100%, there is a diminishing return that happens. So if you 
extrapolate that out and you move that into your whole life where it's just grind, 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 if you don't have any recovery, any regeneration, any renewal, you're not being more productive. So it's just a losing game. So if you want to play this game smart, build in the recovery times, either in microseconds during the day or in more significant recovery times, like actually taking a trip somewhere. Yeah. And so smart sacrifices, right? So that that's amazing. And that is all the work hard, play hard brand. But sometimes when you're trying to get business off the ground, you do have to make some sacrifices, right? So the point of smart sacrifices are find the things in your life. Like if you need another pocket of an hour and do a power hour or whatever it is that you need to do, don't say, I'm not going to sleep or I'm just going to only sleep four hours a night and I'm going to grind the rest of it and I'm going to fit all these other things in. Because there are certain things that you need as a human that you need sleep, you need connection, you need variety. And those are the things that are going to fill your soul and provide fulfillment. Because again, this is a losing battle. Every time you get to the top of the hill and you think it's over, you think you hit your goal, guess what? There's another hill to climb and you're just going to continue. And you might not think you are, but you are. Yeah, you're never going to have complete balance. So it's a bit of a myth where everything is going to be in balance. That's never going to happen. But if you don't take some time to put momentum into the other areas outside of work, you're going to pay for it. And you could probably go when you're doing just to, on, to piggyback on Kim's point with um, um, working. The power and full, full engagement who actually did the exhaustive research on this, they found that you can go about 50 minutes without needing a 10 minute recovery. And this is not scrolling Instagram. This is like really where you're grinding and you're working. You can really only go about 50 minutes. And then the other thing is monotasking. You cannot multitask. It's a myth. We all, we all know it, but we're all scrolling Instagram and Facebook while we're typing a letter and it is completely ineffective. So both of those points I think are, are worth uh, mentioning. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing in making smart sacrifices is knowing what drives you. So what what drives you, what inspires you, and what demotivates you? So for example, we've had this goal of moving to California and we're trying to you know, save for a house and private school and all of these things. And we're trying to figure out life because life in Atlanta and life in California are going to cost very different amounts of money. So you know, we've thrown around, what if we just moved into a super inexpensive house far outside the city in Atlanta for a year banked all the extra money we'd be saving and moved to California. Like how bad is that a sacrifice we're willing to make? And the reality is that's incredibly demotivating for Rob. He doesn't want to live a million miles outside the city. He doesn't want to live in a place that doesn't inspire him to be a better person every single day. That does not fuel him to get out. It actually demotivates him and will make him work less, right? Yeah. So you have to know what it is that's motivating you. For everybody, for everybody, it's different. And we all have, you know, there's a million reasons for why we have things that motivate us the way they do. But I think you have to tap into that. Yeah. And I also think one last tip would be to fill that void if you do have to make a sacrifice in something. Because whether it's financial for a business or if it's something for your body, like for example, again, we're going to Mykonos and we're not having a nightly glass of wine. So Rob, <laughs> that's a sacrifice. But we're filling the void with a nice sparkling water and a little piece of fruit and a wine glass. And you know, is it the, the glass of wine? No. But do we even think about it the next day? No. 
No, but I got that giant ice cube that really that filled the void. For and some almost reason, broke the glass. it almost broke the glass. For some reason, it makes me happy. Okay, so let's move on to the third bullet, which is the number one key to making it happen. Is Kim drumroll action, 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 action. Stop getting ready to get ready. You don't need a perfect plan. You just need action. What did we say? Can I hear you? Can I hear you in the church? <laughs> action. Action is the cure all. Even if you don't know what the hell you're doing, taking action. If you're like, I want to do this, I don't know what to do, and you take a bunch of actions that are the wrong actions, guess what's going to happen tomorrow? You're going to go, those were the wrong actions. Now, let me try these actions. And the ultimate success formula says, keep changing your approach until you get it right. But if you take no action because you're waiting to get all your ducks in a row, then nothing happens. And a year from now, you're in the exact same place. And by the way, the excuse of, I didn't have time to, I want you to replace that with, it wasn't a priority to. And see how that feels. I love that. Don't so, you love that? I do. So the overall lesson is you got to dig deep and you got to find your why that is going to move you into action. Have a great day, everybody. All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live. 